You're listening to Cleanish Reads, Episode 74, Hope in a Troubled World, Bewilderment by Richard Powers, and Fish in a Tree by Linda Mullally Hunt. And I'll be announcing our book club book for the month. Welcome to Cleanish Reads. I'm your host, Amy Hall. You can trust me to sift out the garbage and recommend the best books that you can be excited to read on your own and with your family. Thanks for joining me on this journey to learn and grow through uplifting reads. Hello, my friends. It's good to be back, and I'm glad you're here. This month, I've been on the hunt for some cleanish general fiction books. These are books that don't fall specifically into another category like historical fiction, science fiction, etc. They are typically contemporary, and it's really hard to find cleanish ones. (laughs) That being said, I have one for the adult reader today, as well as a really fantastic middle grade that would be great for pretty much any age. First up, Bewilderment by Richard Powers. This author has won the Pulitzer Prize, and this particular book was shortlisted for several awards when it came out in late 2021, so I wanted to see what all the fuss was about. I have a lot to say about this book, so I'll see if I can summarize my thoughts cohesively. The main plot of the novel follows the story of the classic book Flowers for Algernon, which I really liked. This book follows single father Theo, who is an astrobiologist searching for extraterrestrial life in the universe. His wife was an environmental lobbyist before passing away unexpectedly. Their son, Robin, has several emotional and behavioral challenges and is really struggling in school. Theo doesn't want his son on psychoactive medication, so he enrolls him in an experimental trial to try and stabilize his behavior. If you've read Flowers for Algernon, you pretty much know what's going to happen the whole time, but that doesn't make it any less powerful. So let's talk about the good and the bad, starting with the bad. This book has a little bit of swearing including four or five F-words. The family doesn't really swear, and Robin, the son, calls anyone out who does. The one scene with F-words is when Robin is lobbying outside the Capitol building in Washington, D.C., and a passerby kind of lets loose on Robin, and Robin calls him out on it. So for those reasons, I'm still considering this cleanish, but I just wanted to warn you. The other thing I want to warn readers of is how many political issues and current events are pulled into this narrative. Obviously, it deals with issues of autism spectrum disorder and whether or not to medicate. That's a big part of the book, as is climate change, animal extinction, vegan versus omnivore diet, the funding of the space program, and several other issues that are current and pretty sensitive right now. For me, even though I didn't always agree with the main characters on everything, I kind of enjoyed reading about these issues in this context of a group of fictional characters living their lives and just trying to be true to their values. And sometimes it was in homage to their mother who has passed away, mother and wife. I always like seeing other perspectives and thinking about things differently than maybe I had done before. 
That being said, the author does have a clear underlying agenda, and maybe agenda is too strong of a word, but he definitely has a passion for nature and environmental activism that really shows strongly in the book. Now for what I consider the really good stuff. This book is mostly contemporary fiction, but it has a little bit of a science fiction feel as well. It is set in the not-too-distant future, where most things are the same. There's not a lot of crazy new tech or anything, except for a giant telescope-like device that NASA is trying to build to see further into space and the fictional experimental treatment Robin receives. But the natural environment of the world is failing. And I found that interesting. It's almost like the author projecting his idea of what the world will be like pretty soon. Although those same, um, along those same lines, the dad, Theo, describes in detail for his son fictional alien worlds that maybe could be. Sometimes I found these a little jarring as they are kind of plopped down in the middle of the narrative, but they are also beautiful to imagine. What really shined for me in this book is the dialogue between Theo and Robin, the father and son. The father-son dynamic is just really realistic and touching. Here is this dad trying to survive the death of his wife. He's trying to keep his job and somehow raise his son, who he struggles to understand. There is so much love and hurt there. And I have a nine-year-old right now myself. Conversations with a nine-year-old are just so great anyway, but the author writes it really well. Robin and Theo are just really great characters, and I felt like I was really rooting for them to succeed in what they were trying to do. So do I think you would like this book? Well, if you are okay with a few F-bombs, some very deep themes, and a pretty sad ending, but you do want a book that really makes you think and examine your life differently and want to be a little bit better person, I think you will really like this one. It is not happy-go-lucky, but I just thought about lots of things while I was reading it. It's beautifully written, and um, some of the reviews on Goodreads thought that they got a little bit bogged down with some of the poetic language and things like that. I actually listened to the audio version of this on Libby. So if you're able to get an audio version, I thought that that kind of helped me a lot because if there was a poem or something, I could kind of pick little pieces out that I enjoyed and the audiobook just kept playing. So I wouldn't get bogged down. I, it would just dive right back into the story. So you could consider that as well. All right. Do you need something contemporary, but maybe a little lighter? My next book might fit the bill. Unlike Bewilderment, this book is not super new. It's not super old either. It was first published in 2015, but this was my first time reading it, and I just loved every word. It is technically a middle grade book, but as usual, I loved it anyway, and I think it would be great for anyone to read. It is called Fish in a Tree by Linda Mullally Hunt. The main character is Allie Nickerson, who has dys dyslexia but doesn't know it. She thinks she is just a stupid sixth grader who can't read. When her teacher, who is a nice lady, by the way, goes on maternity leave, 
she has a new teacher, kind of like a permanent substitute named Mr. Daniels, and he starts to figure out that he might be able to help Allie, that a lot of her issues in class are stemming from something that he is wanting to get to the bottom of. So on her journey to learn to read and find her confidence in herself, Allie also learns that every member of her sixth grade class, whether she likes them or not, is maybe more than what they seem on the surface. And I just love all the characters. I love getting to know them. And Mr. Daniels, he's almost too good to be true. He's just a great teacher who somehow really connects with each of the students. And you also only get to know a handful of students. So a typical classroom would have like 25 and that would be harder. But in this, it's almost like we don't hear about those probably just for the sake of ease of reading. So you get can get to know them, but it's just lovely. Um, one of the best quotes from the book and what the title is based off of is this, everybody is smart in different ways, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its life believing it is stupid. So this book is kind of about dyslexia. If you know somebody who has dyslexia, they will love this book. It does talk about your brain is just thinking a little bit differently, but it does not mean you're dumb or stupid at all. And it lists some of the great thinkers uh, in the world who were dyslexic and somehow still had these amazing things to contribute. Um, this book is hopeful. It teaches empathy, tolerance, and kindness. And if you don't have dyslexia or know anyone, I don't know anyone with dyslexia and I still loved it. So I think it's just a great book. Okay, on that note, I'm announcing February's book club book, which is another general or contemporary fiction it is called The Curious Charms of Arthur Pepper by Phaedra Patrick, and I can't wait to talk about this book on Book Club Week. So get your copy and start reading and join me back here at the end of the month to hear my thoughts as I discuss the book with one of my favorite people. And you can weigh in yourself on Instagram at Cleanish Reads or by messaging me at my Goodreads account. And until then, I have several more cleanish general fiction books to keep sharing with you. So tune in again soon and very happy reading.